This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. Today we are here on this bright Monday morning with Pete Barrett. Pete is a newer employee at Danville Area Community College, but today we've learned that he's also an actor. We actually learned that on the DAC radio show, oh, a little little while ago. So Pete, I had no idea that you were an actor as well. So we would like to welcome you this morning. Thank you. Good to be here. So Pete, let's just start with telling people about you because you have the most interesting background and then we'll jump into the conversation about the play that's going to be at DAC this weekend to kill a mockingbird. Well, I um, did um, uh, college uh, theater, uh, one one show I did, Jesus Christ Superstar, and uh, played one of the high priests, took advantage of, you know, my my vocal register. And um, and then I had to put it aside because I got busy with my television career, which uh, when you start out on TV, you're primarily working nights, which is when shows rehearse. So I put it aside for, I thought, for just a little while. It ended up being between 1975 and 2001, <laughs> so <laughs> it was more than a little while. Um, so I, uh, I eventually, as my daughter grew up, got to be uh, old enough to do shows. She started asking me to uh, join shows with her. So I was asked to be in a play in Kansas City, which is where I lived for a couple of decades, and I uh, did a show in 2001 called Mame, and um, musical. And I started doing two or three shows a year from that year till this year. And uh, that's kind of my sideline when I'm not busy uh, making television or teaching how to do video production. Okay, so great. Um, so Jesus Christ Superstar, whenever I, uh, whenever I hear the title, it just makes me want to start singing, you know, the famous Jesus Christ and Day by Day. And oh my gosh, I love all those songs. Yeah, I barely restrained myself from sang- singing a little bit of a, the priest parts, but you know, <laughs> but it's not myself. <clears throat> Very good. Well, um, so DACC, they restarted their theater program, which is uh, a gift to the community. Very excited to see that happening. We haven't had shows for a couple of years. And of course, we have this amazing theater and just a perfect venue to host um, events like this. So it's getting started again, thanks to Angie Mansfield being brave enough to jump out and say she wanted to do something um, when Dr. Nacko asked. Can you tell us about that story? Well, I will tell you my connection. Uh, when I came here in the fall of uh, 22, um, I asked for the grand tour. I wanted to see, um, you know, learn about the campus. And I also wanted to think about where I could, what locations we had on campus where I could send video students to go and shoot projects. So I wanted to see, you know, see what we had to play with that I could suggest to students. You know, you might want to go out, you know, into the hallway or use one of these little um, golf carts we have around here or shoot out in the quad or go into that classroom where they have, you know, this kind of uh, props and tables and chairs and mirrors and whatnot. And in the course of that, um, I got a tour of the uh, Bremer and uh, Mark Barnes gave me the tour, our IT guy. And, um, I walked into the uh, Bremer, th- Bremer facility and I says, um, wow, this is a great stage. And he goes, yeah, we're, we haven't done anything in, for a few years on it. And I was like, what? That's, that's awful. 
So um, I uh, started inquiring around and I realized that, you know, found out why we weren't doing them is we needed someone to actually helm that effort. And um, so it, um, it sat percolating in the back of my head for this whole time that we've got this incredible theater with this wonderful lighting and audio and comfortable and, oh, it just got so many things going for it that we need to use that thing. And uh, then when I heard Angie was going to uh, take it up uh, and try to uh, get a show mounted again, I thought, well, I need to be a part of this. Very good. Well, we are glad that you did that. So uh, let's take our first break and we'll come back and we'll continue the conversation. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Pete Barrett with us, and Pete is a newer employee at Danville Area Community College. I keep saying newer, but you've been there a while now. I'm getting on my, I'm in the middle of my second year. Yep, and we are glad that you are there. Of course, the uh, the offerings have greatly expanded in your area, and we're glad to see that. But for today's purpose, we are talking about a show that's coming back, and it's going to be this weekend, To Kill a Mockingbird. You yes, are playing indeed. the uh, infamous Atticus. Tell us about Atticus. Atticus Finch is a small-town um, lawyer, uh, very homespun good guy, kind of Andy Griffith kind of a character um, who confronts uh, he, he's raising two young children his, his wife has passed away he's raising a, a young uh, 11 year old uh, son and a approximately 9 year old daughter and um, he finds himself in the middle of a pitched uh, legal battle uh, in the very highly segregated south in 1935, where he's defending an African-American person who has been uh, wrongly accused of a rape. Yep. And so uh, probably I'm trying to think how many years ago when when they had the big read going on, it was a grant that came to the community and most of the school systems read To Kill a Mockingbird. And, um, you know, there there were um, some question and answer types of situations. And so I think it's something that everyone, and of course, it's a great classic. So most people have read it or heard about it. So To Kill a Mockingbird is coming to the theater this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, all are invited. And Pete, I, I know that there was a little bit of controversy over the use of language. And that's been curtailed a little bit, but not a lot. Tell us about that. Well, the uh, language is going to uh, be uh, a little shocking to current day audiences, but it is a story being told in 1935, Southern Alabama, which was a very racially segregated uh, social environment. And um, the, um, the, the, the hero of the show, uh, Atticus Finch, is uh, very much opposed to that. He believes people are people, um, and he uh, does what he can to fight the tide of, of racism in that environment. Um, so that's the that's the broad strokes of it. And the specific question about language, there is um, uh, in the original uh, book, there was a lot of language, and in the movie. Of course, that was fairly um, sanitized for general audiences. And the stage play, they reinstated the uh, more troubling words. 
And what uh, we've done at DAC is we've tried to thread the needle and not fill up the uh, script or retain in the script all the uh, many troubling um, slang uh, derogatory terms, but we retained a few because you need to set up, this is the one side of the deal and it's awful, and here's the way we're trying to go. So you had to set up the ying before you could do the yang. So we uh, we retained some of the words and there will be substantial disclaimers um, uh, throughout the whole process of buying the tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, you can't really tell the story without using the, the words and the languages and the, um, you know, the, the hate, you know, the, the, those are hate filled languages. And that's a part of the show. That's a part of, of, of uh, what makes it what it is. So you can't get away from not using them. And, you know, it, it helps, like you said, it sets the stage for what the play is about, the moral, the moral of the story, basically. Right. It's a very much a, a, a story of having um, goodness within you, and it's uh, it should be within all of our hearts, which we believe it is ultimately. And um, we try to use this as a uh, a storybook to illustrate uh, how things are and how things should be. Mm-hmm. So a very powerful play, and you know, to kick it off with "To Kill a Mockingbird." Um, that, that's a, a lot of gumption right there to have this play be our first one in a while. Yes. So yeah, tell us not, about it. It is not Music Man. It is not Music Man. <laughs> so. it, it is not. Or, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar. It's right. not, not yeah. that at all. So um, talk about some of the different actors and actresses. I hear you have quite a variety of cast members. There is uh, a number of uh, DAC students in it and um, a few instructors. Uh, our director, Angie is um, obviously an employee of uh, DAC, as am I. There are a, a number of graduates of DAC, um, which would be difficult to avoid having a theater in Danville because of the popularity of the, co- of the college. Um, we have our young actors are absolutely spectacular. Um, they have upped our game tremendously. Uh, Aaron Cox is playing Scout. Aiden Young is playing Jem, and Brody Ray is playing Dill, and all three of them just light up the stage and uh, kind of make me work harder to rem- to me- memorize all these lines and to uh, really, really put your heart into being at the same level they're at. Yeah, and you know, like you were saying, the Vermont County area is just filled with so many venues for people to be able to reach out and do theater, whether it's musical theater or just... Um, you know, whatever. I'm actually having Red Mask on at the end of the week. And then the week after that, I'm having Gregory's Academy. And then we're also having Danville Light Opera. I mean, there's just so many different venues. And so we do have amazing young talent in the area. And it's great to see them to be uh, be able to use that. Yes, the school, I mean, I'm relatively, I didn't come to Danville very often until I got this job. And uh, being a theater guy, uh, these I started to become a, a aware of shows that were performing in Danville. And uh, since then, I've done two uh, DLO shows at the Fisher and um, got to know uh, the strength of the theater community here. And I'm glad I've now added them to my, my list of uh, uh, theater people and contacts, uh, in addition to the ones I have in Champaign where I live. Mm-hmm. So, so you should be even busier, right? <laughs> well, you know, that's just, I mean, as anyone who's retired can tell you, the challenge is 
how to stay active without being overactive. And I am trying to find that fine line. I haven't found it yet, but I'm working on it. Um, but, you know, the thing about um, To Kill a Mockingbird in particular is for the opportunity for somebody in my age range and demographic to get an opportunity to do such a iconic character of the stage you push everything else aside that you possibly can to make room in your life to, to put on this kind of a show which is what i did well we are happy that you have stepped up pete i had no idea and when i was interviewing angie for the dac tv show um she said that you were you were going to be atticus i'm like what i didn't know pete was acting so great to hear that let's take our last break and then we'll come back and we'll finish the show Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection this morning. Today we have Pete Barrett with us and we are talking about a play that's going to be this weekend on the campus of Danville Area Community College at the Brimmer Theater. It is To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, Pete, give us the details about tickets, times, etc. Well, the tickets are uh, the show on um, the evening shows are at 7 o'clock on Friday and Saturday. The Sunday matinee is at 2 o'clock. There will be tickets available at the door. They are $20 and they are $10 to students and to uh, DAC retirees. You can, as I say, buy them at the door. You can also go to, um, uh, what was it? Um, DanvilleJaguars.com and then go to the Jaguar box office uh, spot and click on it. So there, um, I think this theater has 300 seats. You might know, know better than I do, Laura, but I think it does. Um, so we really, since we haven't done theater here in a, a few years, we have no idea of how quickly these tickets will go. But I would assume since everyone I've talked to has told me they're going to be there, um, it may, there may, you might want to get them sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. um, Pete, do you know if there's going to be an intermission uh, area with snacks available for purchase or not? I know there's an intermission. Uh, I have not been involved in the planning of what's going on in the intermission, but I would assume there would be. Okay. Well, again, that's going to be this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the campus of DACC. And Pete, what does it take to put on a production like this? Like, how many hours are you all practicing? When did you start practicing? We started about six weeks ago. Uh, we we were been rehearsing uh, at first on um, Sunday. Monday and Thursday nights from six to nine. So uh, imagine that going back for the last five weeks. And uh, since uh, starting this week, we've been uh, doing uh, four nights a week. We added a night. And uh, next week we will do all, we'll do Sunday through Thursday, um, six until probably 10. Um, so that is a commitment on the part of about 25 people at least for that immense amount of uh, of uh, time to make this thing happen and it's all volunteers and we're all um are committed to uh making denville an even stronger community theater environment but also to get the word out um in a very powerful vehicle about um the horrors of racism and um just get it out there for everyone to uh, relate to 
Um, you know, totally agree. And, you know, just thinking about what's going on in the Middle East and, you know, it just seems and, you know, in Ukraine and everything, people, people are people. Let's just stop this nonsense. So, yeah, so it's a good, good reminder. You know, I think that sometimes we can get lull and think we're through so many different things um, like, oh, that's our past. Well, not necessarily. And, you know, not necessarily, especially, you know, with myself being in a biracial marriage, I've seen a gazillion things that probably the average white person hasn't seen. You know, I see it firsthand. And, and again, not just whites against blacks, blacks against whites, etc. blacks against blacks. And, you know, it, just it's just whatever. It's a, it's crazy. And people just need to stop being so mean. But I, again, I think that's the power of a show like this. You're reminded things like this did happen. Things like this are still happening. And this is, you know, right. You know, bottom line, right is right. Yeah. And that is the underlying uh, story of the show. And I will tell you if there's time, uh, my personal story is my grandparents on my mother's side lived in Florida. And when I was down there in the 50s, and I'm of that age bracket, when I can remember this, I went up to a water fountain. Here, I'm like eight, seven went up to a water fountain and tried to take a drink out of it. And my relative yanked me away from it. And I says, what, Grandma? And she goes, that is a colored fountain. We don't drink out of the colored fountain. And so in taking on this show, one of the things I am trying to do is uh, undo that uh, as in my own little tiny sliver um, of ways to uh, try to... Uh, feel like I'm contributing something positive to uh, eradicating or at least making it less horrific uh, racism in, in um, all over the world, certainly in this country. So I, I, while I can look at that and go, oh, my God, look at all the progress we've made, I can then look at what's going on now. Like we're talking about, and well, we still got a distance to go. So we're trying to move that ball down that field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like that, Pete. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so, uh, what about your lighting and sound people? Because I imagine a production like this, you, you have to have all of those pieces in place as well. Yes. And, um, I, as you can imagine, I'm pretty much a technical guy when I'm not a theater guy. Um, but uh, I have not paid a whole lot of attention to it. Other than I know, uh, Mark Barnes is involved with audio and I have not met the lighting director yet. Really the technical crew, other than the the folks that have been building the set, which are more uh, volunteers, um, I the technical crew comes in and starts working with us during Tech Week. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is, well, yeah, we kind of by now, we should know the show, particularly by Tech Week, but we have to go out there and essentially go into our spots and stand there while they, while they set the lights. And then they run the audio and they mark the, and program the audio board for all right, we're going to scene one, act one. We need Atticus's mic. We need the scout's mic. We need Dill's mic. And set the levels and program the levels. And they have to do that for all scenes. And then we have to do scenes where I yell. And they have to set the levels for that. And while they're doing that, they're also doing the lighting. So those people are coming in uh, in force on Sunday. And um, one of my challenges is as a person with a large technical part of my brain that is very curious all the time, is to not be sucked too far into that and trust the guys. <laughs> trust the people that are being in, being given that assignment to make it happen. And I, I'm sure given, given the material we're working with and given the fabulous equipment we have the benefit of working with, um, it's going to be something. 
Mm-hmm. So again, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 20th and 21st, October 22nd, October 20th and 21st, 7 p.m. at the DACC Brimmer Theater. And then Sunday, what time was the Sunday show, Pete? The matinees at 2. Okay, and what were the ticket prices again? The ticket prices were um, $20, general admission, and for DAC retirees and DAC students, it is $10. Okay, so great opportunity to get out to see the rebirth of the DACC theater program. Um, you know, you were talking about, Pete, the theater when you were shown that, and you were thinking what a great area it was. Uh, when I was young, the theater was all red velvet curved seats. So, I mean, like it really took you back in, back in time like you were walking into a matinee. So when they switched, uh, you know, when they redid the theater, I was kind of bummed because you know, there's nothing like the whole red velvet chair type of experience. But it is an amazing theater. Great things happening there. And we really look forward to the DACC theater productions coming back. I think that um, if I remember right, Angie said she's already had she already has some plans for the spring. Oh, oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, so I'm surprise to you. I didn't. Well, I'm so focused on this show. I haven't thought about <laughs> the next show, but that is good news. That is good news. So, you know, you might just have a part in this new one coming up. So, Pete, real quick, before we go off the air, I want to take advantage of having you on here. Talk about the production area that you're in and the classes that students can now take. Well, this the school had the forethought to build a TV studio in, down here in the basement of the Clock Tower Inn. And what I have done is come on board and finished buying uh, equipment that is comparable to what uh, any buddy would encounter in a production facility or a television station um, and i am teaching them how to use the modern tools available for live and taped um, video and television production and we have a very complete studio uh talk show set we're going to we do music videos we do stage productions um we've done we did our first documentary about uncle joe cannon which is online and also on Comcast Channel 5. Um, so we are, and we're about to do our second documentary about Mary Miller. So, and that the first documentary ever done by a student, young man named Jason Cotton did it who, from my very first class. So that's the kind of thing that we're trying to do. If this is the, this is a chance like all junior college, it's a chance to find out what floats your boat. And when you're in here and you find that, oh, well, this is what I want to do. I love this. This isn't work then that means you really are the right person to be here. Uh, but in reality, it's, I'm not really training people to be documentarians or camera people in TV stations. I'm training you to tell stories with pictures and sound. Whether And then that is that does not require a particular media. There's going to be all kinds of medias out there. I mean, for all I know, we'll be watching stuff on our corneas at the rate we're going. But in no matter if you're watching it on an old 19-inch black and white, or you're watching it on your cornea and everything in between, you need to be able to tell stories with pictures and sound. I am teaching people how to tell stories using pictures and sound. Okay, so um, great that you're there. I'm glad to have you there. Good to see Channel 5 going again. That was something that we could take advantage of and all the great things that are going on. Again, this is... uh, Pete Barrett from Danville Area Community College. We were glad to have him with us today. The main focus was to kill a mockingbird this weekend. Come on out to the show. um, Be there for the rebirth of the theater program and have some great entertainment. Um, We will be back in the morning with another show. Until then, have a great rest of the day.
You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.